That actually would have been good to get recorded. Remember, <laughs> I want to do a. Can you, re- can, can, you re- can you recreate that in your dreams? You're stuck with me forever. More importantly, can I give a PSA? <laughs> uh oh. Remember, never run with scissors, but also never scissor with the runs. So I'm gonna go, uh, uh, dude. I'm staring. Welcome to Heavy Metal over a six pack. I am staring right at the clock. That was completely wrong. <laughs> you should know yeah, that. Why, should... why do you have that there? Does it's, it look like a decoration? <laughs> it is. It's bright as shit. Uh, and I like the color. <laughs> and I like the pretty numbers. And I like looking at them and not expecting an accurate time. It is a pretty sweet color. <laughs> it is, but. All I right, it... well, we got like... <laughs> Yeah, but it's like nailed to the wall. I don't think I could actually take it off to fix it. To and we, got, we have now 24 minutes before it's my bedtime, apparently, according to Anthony time. Dude, it's fine. You'll I'm be ready for bed. Ladies and gentlemen, we like to call this I Digress before the show actually starts. Welcome to the Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining. Thank you for downloading. And uh, off we go. Salutations. Another uh, section of music coming for you guys today. It's going to be Severed Illusion, the song Everything Everyone from Trowbridge, just southwest of England. Check it out. Let's go! 
the metal headlines. Okay, so for today's uh, opening uh, headline story, I've actually pieced together four stories to create this one super story. The four stories of the apocalypse. <laughs> so, back in 2019, there was a rumor that there was going to be a possible <laughs> Pantera reunion. What? That was going to feature. No way. Zach Wild. Yeah, I think I think that was up in the air. At least it was in the back of everybody's mind to have Zach Wild there. Yep. That's... Good grief. So, according to loudwire.com here, <clears throat> this is the uh, the old 2019 Zach Wild open to Pantera reunion with Philip Ensemble and Rex uh, Brown. Yep, I knew he was would be on board. Uh, Phil, Phil Ensemble is keeping an open mind regarding any sort of Pantera reunion. Zach Wilde has expressed that he's open to the idea, too. Um, he would be stepping, obviously, into the role of Mr. Uh, Dimebag Darrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, when St. Vinny, drummer Vinnie Paul, was still around, which, this blows me away. Like, 20, 2020, like, literally didn't exist because, like, it's hard to believe that was actually two years ago at this point. Crazy, right? right? Like, I feel like it was, like, last year. Like, yeah. last year no, didn't, seriously. like, it exist. Like, right. I, like it's just, like, a like It a all skip. runs together. Um... <clears throat> Uh, when uh, when Vinnie Paul was still around, they were talking about it. Then uh, past discussion, I mean, I always looked at it. It's it, it would be a celebration of Pantera and an honor. Uh, this is uh, Zach Wild likening to the situation what he's doing with Ozzy's band. I mean, every night I'm playing with Oz, and we honor Saint Rhodes guitarist and Randy Rhodes. I'm playing Randy's stuff every night. I'm blessed, and it's an honor to do it. Basically, we're playing a tribute to Randy every night. So like, he's very comfortable in like stepping into this role. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to find that quote that I should have highlighted, but I'm just going to continue anyway. When Samo was asked the same question, Santemri was non-committal, saying, I'm open for anything, noting he's in touch. Everybody was on board. Zach Wilde's on board. Rex Brown's on board. Ensemble's on board. Next news article. Um, Rex Brown. 2019. I'm so sorry. My freaking... My goddamn laptop, like, updated, so all my apps, like, (laughs) behave differently now. (laughs) Also, 2019, this is coming from MetalAddicts.com. Rex Brown on possible Pantera reunion tour with Phil Ensemble and Zach Wilde. Long story short, because my computer froze again, Rex Brown is on board with this. He's like, yeah, I'm open-minded. Like, I'm willing to do that. I don't think he has anything else going on, to my knowledge. It's not like Phil, who has, like, 12 bands, and he just plays randomly. Yeah. What's up with that? I don't know. I think Down, or is it, is it Down? Is that the band, right? This is one of the bands, Down? So, before I move no, on right. with... with uh, oh, Rex Brown? No, Phil. <laughs> no, that was, um, that was Vinnie, I think that was Vinnie Paul and Rex. Down? No, that was Phil. I'm sorry. Okay. That might have been Vinnie Paul and Phil, wasn't it? Vinnie they, Paul they didn't talk. I don't know. I, that, I, I, we, I, I, I'd I, have to Google. I'm, I'm, I'm making assumptions. They had, they had a little bit of beef. <laughs> Probably. Okay, so that was both of those articles came out in 2019. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Just to reset the stage, I'm doing a really horrible job. As organized as I thought it was, I'm fighting with apps. My brain is doing like too many things at the same time, and I'm not actually presenting this like very well. But 2019, everybody's open to the idea. Zach's like, yeah, I'll step into like. I'll step into, like, that role. Like, we'll pay tribute to, like, Dimebag Daryl. Like, it'll be fucking epic. And 
I think everybody would agree if there was a Pantera reunion tour, it probably would have been a little bit better if uh, at least one of the one of the two guys, like whether it be Vinny or Dimebag, obviously Dimebag we lost in 04, but it would have been better if Vinny was still around. But I think if they did anything like as a matter of tribute, it's going to be very successful. That's like stadium tour. It would probably sell out every single night. Mm-hmm. So, 2020, Metal Injection. Rex Brown guarantees Zach Wilde wouldn't be part of a Pantera reunion. Boo. Great. So, even, and I will read a little bit verbatim, even though half of the band has sadly passed on, there is still occasional talk of a Pantera reunion. Bassist Rex Brown recently addressed the hopes, bringing the topic of himself, and offered an interesting morsel. If a Pantera reunion were to happen, Brown guarantees... In quotations, Zach Wilde would not be involved. <clears throat> Speaking to Eon Music, the topic came up, and here's how Rex addressed it. The question was: It must be hard to imagine how huge the band would be if you were able to be if you were able to tour. Had all four members been alive today, surely Pantera would be bigger than ever. Uh, he responded, "It would be sold out stadium shows. Yeah, offers still come in for Philip and I to do it if we wanted to, but if you don't have the other guys in the band, it's not going to sound the same." <clears throat> If we were ever to do something like that, it would have to be spot on, or I wouldn't do it. It would not be a tribute. Or, it w- I'm sorry, he said it would be a tribute. Um, question was asked, I wasn't going to bore you with the usual question about reunion with Zach Wilde taking Dime's place. He responded, it's going to come up, and it wouldn't be Zach Wilde. I guarantee you that. I've just put it out there, so we can get on, we can get on past it. Somebody's cranky. Um... <laughs> Uh, so it's um something happened. <laughs> yeah, some, something happened. <laughs> well, that that that's exactly it. So like, somebody put their boots up in someone else's house. As, I, don't know. I don't know as, what happened. But. As far as like rumor mongering, it's like okay, 2019. It's possible. It's possible. Everybody's open. Everybody's open. Everybody's open. 2021. No. Mm-hmm. Rex Brown says no. So Zach Wilde says, I'm used to stepping into the spot where I'm paying tribute to somebody else and honoring them by playing their music. Rex Brown says, this would be a tribute show. I'm not into it. <laughs> it's like, well, half of your boys, bud, are, um, are, are in heaven right now. So mm-hmm. like, your only opportunity would be to pay tribute to said right. boys. So, eh. It's a little weird. What would you guys think if half of Pantera actually uh, did a tour? Well, the thing is, is it should be a tribute tour. I don't think right. they should make new things. I don't think they should really pursue anything from what they already have. I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing a tribute tour. There's absolutely nothing yeah, wrong with and that. People have done it for years. I don't know how it would sound entirely different either. I mean, I like... feel Zach's playing style is very similar to Dimebag. Right, like... Uh... And like, and I mean, you're gonna have Phil. Gonna, yeah, squealy, 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 yeah, man. That's what I mean. And then you're gonna have Phil, so the vocals right. are gonna be the same. Exactly. You know, I think we talked about this. Like, it was shortly after Vinnie Paul's death. Like, Pantera released like a whiskey, or like they endorsed <laughs> yeah. something, and yep. it was kind of like, well, why now? Yeah. Right. And it like it wasn't like in collaboration with like some kind of uh, like, um like a fund or like or anything like a um a charity 
like collection kind of a thing. It's like, well, why are we releasing this now as Pantera? Right. Like kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So, like the whole tour action, it's like, like now it just feels like it, this would be an opportunity to fill, like Phil. It's like, oh, I don't have to argue with half the band anymore. So now I can like jump on and like actually go play like the songs that like made me famous to begin with. Right. Now that's a really bitter way of looking at it. Yeah. Like if it wasn't like a stadium thing, like a small club, I'd go check it out. Oh, absolutely. It's kind of like watching the Static X tribute. Yeah. Like I know Wayne Static's not there. <clears throat> right. But they actually did a really good they job a really as good a show, like yeah. a like a tribute to that. Zero, Zero did a really good job. It was definitely Zero, and what was definitely not anybody else we saw that night. <clears throat> so many rumor mongerings. Smooth. <laughs> so smooth. So I have yet to find any uh, dirty, uh, juicy details as to why Rex has decided to turn on Zach. <clears throat> I'm curious if Phil will have something to say with it. I kind of agree with it. Like, I, I think Zach Wilde would have been a very appropriate right. fill-in because I I I th- I th- if there's anybody that has the ability to honor that style of music, mm-hmm. I, think it, I think it's Zach. Absolutely. So, it, well... What do you what do you think the catalyst was for them to, to change their mind and, and totally shut that down? <sighs> I don't know. If you want me to be honest, at, all... the, at the end of the day, like somebody's manager is like fucking everything up, like kind of a thing, or like like Phil wants things like one because you have to th- you have to remember like Pantera didn't necessarily part on <clears throat> good terms. They didn't part on like world ending terms, but they all wanted to like go do their own thing. Yeah, and they all like kind of teamed up. And, like, when did their own thing? It's like, okay, us two are going this way. Well, the only thing that I know that happened between 2019 and 2021 besides COVID was politics season. So, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know if uh, if that was a driving driving force between a wedge or something. But I'm just curious what, because it's like two polarly opposite answers, mm-hmm. not very far apart. So, right. there's no reason I'm asking. It's one of those things too. Like it, there hasn't been like a lot of publications about it. Like when the rumors actually started, like you said in 2019, and then like, yeah. all of a sudden it's like, bam, mm-hmm. no, right, no, exactly, we're out. It's like, uh, okay, uh, is it because you can't tour right now, so you decided to be like cranky? <laughs> you're gonna take your ball and go home. Yeah, pretty much. By ball, I mean base. But <laughs> that is the. Um, <laughs> does that be baseball? Ah, uh, 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 the baseball. I'll take uh, my baseball and go home. I see what you did there. And Have I like you it. seen my baseball? <laughs> so yeah. I, I present to you. But she doesn't call it a baseball. This nugget that you can mull over. I'm sorry I did a piss poor job of presenting it at first, but very interesting. Very interesting. Maybe sad. It is. It is. Maybe sad. I might have liked to see some uh, Zach Wilde tribute to Pantera That'd action. Be cool. I could say I saw Pantera live once, even though it wasn't really them. The closest I, I could ever get. I saw Pantera live once. I'm jealous. I would be too. It was pretty fucking awesome. There was fire everywhere. I've seen Vinnie Paul as our count. Reinventing the steel, man. Like, there was fire everywhere. I've, I've seen Vinnie Paul once. I've seen my cousin Vinnie. Does that count? <laughs> I've seen my my cousin Vinnie once. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I've basically seen Pantera. I can't believe we're not watching my cousin Vinnie right now. <laughs> right. Somewhere in this. Shut it down. This is Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack. Next on the list is going to be Seethe. The song is going to be Departures, Pennsylvania and Brutal Business Entertainment's own. Enjoy. (laughs) 
heavy metal headlines. Happy stuff. <laughs> it's always happy stuff. <laughs> that's a lie. We just got scolded. There's just there's just no toy in the bag. That's all. We were just scared um, for our egos. So the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is coming up. Oh. And Iron Maiden has finally been nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What? Whitney yep. Houston would be so proud. Maybe I don't. I can't. <laughs> well, she's already in the Rock and Roll. I can't Hall confirm of fame. or deny that. Thank God, Whitney Houston turned around. And grabbed Iron Maiden and said, you know what? You deserve to be here, too. So, Iron Maiden <laughs> are among the nominees for the 2021 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, Maiden are joined on the list of nominees by Rage Against the Machine, Foo Fighters, and the New York Dolls, along with Kate Bush, Tina Turner, Jay-Z, and others. It's the first time, mind you, this is the first time, that the British metal legends have made the ballot since they became eligible for entrance in 2005. So that's 16 years that they were just never nominated. That is disgusting. And what? When did they come out? 70-something, right? Yeah. Like late, mid-70s? Something like that. So, it's funny because in 2016, uh, Mr. Bruce Dickinson slammed the Hall of Fame organizers for excluding them completely Quoting, I actually think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is an utter, complete load of bollocks, to be honest with you. Well said. He's British, so that's where the bollocks comes in. Probably means more to them than us. Um, he said, quote, it's run by a bunch of sanctimonious, bloody Americans who wouldn't know rock and roll if it hit him in the face. Well, he's not wrong. No, he's, he's not. not. Fucking all. Jay-Z, LL Cool J. Whitney Houston. Who the fuck is Kate Bush? <laughs> what is Kate Bush? I'll, I'll go to the, the the rest of the nominees so we can go so you have an idea. Um, yeah, so Sorry, he also, he also finished with the comment they need to stop taking Prozac and start drinking fucking beer. So <laughs> we're on it, buddy. We're trying. We're trying. Ugh. Uh, so the full list of nominees for 2021's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Mary J. Blige. Ugh. Kate Bush, Devo, not that Devo. Uh, it's D E V O, <laughs> a different one. Yeah, see? I see what it was with that. Uh-huh. Uh, Foo Fighters, The Go Go's, Iron Maiden, Jay Z, Shaka Khan, uh, Carol King, Fela Cootie, LL Cool J, New York Dolls, Rage Against the Machine, Todd Rundgren, Tina Turner, and Dione Narwick. Warwick, sorry, Warwick. Uh, Dion Warwick. Dion, Warwick. they said Dion Warwick. Dion, Dion. I like Dione better. Me too. Yeah, so that's that's your uh, rock and roll <coughs> Hall of Fame. That was actually interesting. Like so, like the message boards and like whatnot, and the groups that I that I'm a part of. Like anytime like Iron Maiden comes up, like Iron Maiden gets a lot of flat like flack. Seventy nine. Hmm. Sorry. That's from close. from like fans, it's <clears> like <throat> oh like not my thing, like not the greatest, not this, not that. It's like. And like it just it it confuses me because like mm-hmm. they have like I, thirty albums. I grew up no like being told that like or not being told but like un- with the understanding that like Iron Maiden was like amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because and I've always brought this up is that when you listen to like radio in general, even back then, Iron Maiden was never really on the radio. No, it was Metallica. Yep, it was Pantera. They definitely didn't have a lot of radio. You know what I mean? Which is weird. (laughs) Which is weird because they're not heavy. They're not like out of the spectrum. You know, it's strange. Timing. Maybe. 
Yeah, you're, it was a very very weird time for that um, shift. Like I think Metallica was like the first one to like allow like a over five minute song, but like when your tracks are like going like six seven, yeah. five and a half six minutes, yeah. it's just interesting. It's and like not the ability to like do radio edits because that's what freaking Metallica pulled off. Like how many freaking <laughs> solos right. and intros were shortened. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's weird though. Like, there's like a weird heat out there that I I never realized existed until. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean I'm a big Iron Maiden fan myself. Oh, I love me some Maiden. I can't believe we're not listening to Maiden right now. And they just I mean, wouldn't. You're, they you're wouldn't... in charge of that, so it's your own fault. Yeah, actually, <laughs> you know, you know which is really awkward is I've literally been listening to these guys all day. I've literally been all work day wow. playing Iron Maiden, which is weird because last time I was listening to Beastie Boys all day, and they were on something we talked about last podcast. It was very strange. I don't. See, you're a weird. You're, you're I'm sub- a wizard, your Harry. Subconscious is. I'm a wizard, Harry. Alrighty. Yeah, the small breather from Pantera, and I'm going right back at it. I'd like to give you a ten, <laughs> a ten point list. These are. This or this is uh, off of uh, RevolverMag.com. Pantera's ten criminally underrated songs. Let's see how many we we recognize. Okay. Are we ready? Sure. Are they all walk? <laughs> uh, I think I think runs on number five. I think uh, that would be considered underrated. What about what about Gallivant? With that being said, <laughs> skip. I don't know. I don't know. Am I like one of the only people in the world that don't get excited about walk? I'm not like a huge fan of it. I, I like it was, a lot of other eh. Pantera songs. Like. I feel like that's what every like based on their catalog though like walk yeah walk your go to is walk it's the same as Enter Sandman from Metallica that's their like oh, flagship yeah, song like, it's their flagship oh. song I need my pump up song before Fucking I go lift weights or play Enter a stupid Sandman. basketball For... game <laughs> well, that I was like school, I have huh? the tiger like I don't know everybody has one of those like pump up playlists and I feel yeah. like walk just I'm wandered sure on there. right onto mm-hmm. everybody's playlist you know. All right, so That's the only time I ever heard it. So ten criminally underrated songs. Okay, ready? Song mm-hmm. number one, "Rock the World." That's an old school one. Isn't that it? is the first song on Phil Ensemble's first album with Pantera. Was wow. that when they were like the Fantastic Pantera, whatever there was, the Magic Pantera, or something like that? "Rock the World" marked the dawn of a new era for the Texas Titans. After three previous records with singer Terry Glaze, Rex Rocker Brown, and the Abbott Brothers, Dimebag Daryl and Vinnie Paul, and were ready to go nationwide with a new vocalist in 1988's Power Metal. Rock the World is the anthem that announced that intent. Mm. Thank you guys for paving the way for metal. All right. (laughs) Song number two, off of Pantera's Cowboys from Hell. Oh, my God. Uh, Heresy. That's a good one. I like Heresy. I doubt that's how it's said. I'm pretty sure it is. (laughs) I think that's wrong. Uh, season headbangers, the Battle Guitar Nerds first heard Dimebag's uh, serrated edge intro to her- Heresy. <clears throat> you come up with some weird. They knew that a unique new talent had hit the national stage when they heard his maniacal harmoni- harmonizer solo mm-hmm. kick in at three th- minute three thirteen. Mm-hmm. They witnessed the birth of a new guitar god. Yep. Everybody knows a fun fact about the uh, cover of uh, Pantera's Cowboy from Hell? I do, because we talked about it in the tribute album. Sure did. Yeah, did. <laughs> I didn't mean to ruin that, but... <laughs> you know what it is, Dave? You know what it is? Nope. 
It's made of blood and semen. Wait, no, that's load. I mean. All the pictures were photoshopped. They hated each other so much they had to photograph it at separate times. Mm -hmm. So them being all in the same room? That didn't happen. Nope. Not even with a bottle of whiskey. dirty, rotten liars. All right, off of a vulgar display of power, moving right along. Regular people, in parentheses, conceit. In their their self-professed quest to make the heaviest record of all time... Pantera stuff, vulgar display of power with wall-to-wall bangers. While confrontational tracks like Mouth for War and Walk haunted Headbangers Ball, regular people can see express a similar sentiment without the benefit of a music video. Hmm. I never understood that. Like, which songs get videos and which ones don't? Mm-hmm. When, when do you set your limit? Like, Well, nowadays, you just make a video for everybody. I kind of yeah. want to make a video for every song. but Release as a single, make a video, make a shirt for it. Mm-hmm. Pretty Why much. Not? Like, share, listen, repeat. A single, <laughs> no albums anymore. That's what Marcus likes. <laughs> That's his favorite. <laughs> That's not what I like at all. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. You guys don't even know me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me. I feel like you haven't been listening for the last three years. What? <laughs> yeah, we did. It's been three years now, right? Yeah. God damn. So sorry if you've been listening to me this whole time. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've grown together. We are one. My radio hosting has been horrible, but you're still here. I'm just kidding. All right, anyway. Uh, Pantera's Far Beyond Driven. The song is slaughtered. slaughtered. A fake god rests dead inside you, Ensemble announces on this screed. It actually says screed. I didn't know that was a word. Against organized religion from Far Beyond Driven. Between our man's heavily distorted vocals, Dime's dizzying hammer-smashed face riffery, and the downright Voivod Ian Bridge... Slaughtered offers a preview of the caustic Blitzkrieg to come on the Great Southern Trend Kill, <clears throat> which will be the feature of our next song. The song is the Tens, or Tens. Oddly, zero, oddly enough. Yeah. <clears throat> Possibly the most hypnotic song of Pantera's entire catalog, Tens is also one of the few Pantera tracks that, minus Dime's deliriously woozy solo, wouldn't sound out of place on a down record. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's... Mo- we're just going to move on. Um, <clears throat> next song is uh, off of the Great Southern Trend Kill. The song is Living Through Me, Hell's Wrath. Another parenthetical. Parenthetical. What the fuck made this? A science major? Song, I'm tired of these writers and their big words. Why? Like some you, know, you know music people read these, right? We don't know the Stuff. We can uh, barely read music. You think we can read words? Another <laughs> parathetic parenthal whatever. A song titled Another nope. Monster Trend Kill Deep Cut. Dime's galloping riff is almost a cowboy's throwback, but Phil's menacing roll call of swollen whole empty bag and what the fuck does that mean? Oral lust know. alley fuck pulls oral back the sword curtain fuck. on the junkie crawl. Um I guess what that means is if we actually look at the uh, lyrics of this song, we would be... Um... He said swollen whole empty sack. What do you think it means? <laughs> I don't know. All right, these aren't numbered, so I don't know where I'm at. A new way to get at. pregnant? Yes. I don't know. These aren't numbered, so I don't know where we're at, but I'm just going to keep on going. We passed uh, 10. Has it been 10 yet? Yep. Then uh, go back. Nope, you passed 10. Go back? Well, one of the songs was 10. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Are you messing with me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just check. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Crap, now I don't know what my... It was after song. 10. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just going to derail. 
Um, let's see. Off of reinventing the... Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Okay, I'm just going to go with the song. We'll grind that axe for a long time. That is n not a very good song name. You don't like that song? That is a description. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, that's the song. I know that, but there's we'll just too many... There's right. too many words. Time. Though it's never credited as such, Reinventing the Steel is practically a concept album about heavy metal itself and Pantera's place in it. On We'll Grind That X for a Long Time, Ensemble calls out weak bands that kowtow or kowtow to shitty this? trends and record label whims while Pantera stay true blue. Never turned our backs on why we're here. So, sadly, the album proved to be the band's last, so they never fulfilled the song's prophecy as a unit. I feel like when bands make really, really long names of things, they just shoot themselves in the foot. It's like when, when you look at the comic comments at a porn video, it just says, I like has butt sex, and you're like, cool. That's it. That's exactly what it comes out of. Can't really. This next out. one is one I would actually have to check out because, like, it's originally included it's as a bonus track on the Japanese edition of Reinventing the Steel. And later on the 2020 expanded reissue, this is the song Hole in the Sky. Pantera's version of Hole in the Sky is easily one of the best Sabbath, co Sabbath covers ever recorded. Wow. Interesting. Ever. Ever. Ever, they That's say. That's a big word. Um, off of Reinventing the Steel, the song is Immortally Insane. Recorded during the Reinventing the Steel sessions, Immortally Insane ended up not one, but two movie soundtracks, 2000's animated heavy metal sequel, and 2003 remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Makes sense. Ensemble kicks off the proceedings with a nod to Norwegian black metal by name-checking Death Like Silence, the label founded by Mayhem guitarist Euronymous. It's a good movie, by the way. And let's see. We got one more. So this would be 10. Anthony. Jerk. I can't count it with the culinary school. I'm not counting school. I don't know where this came from, but it's PST88. <clears throat> Had it appeared on one of their major label albums, PST88 would be Pantera's most infamous song. But as a closer of self-released power metal, it's likely that many casual fans aren't even aware of it. A decidedly un-PC ode to the wonders of the female anatomy. The track is deliriously beer-soaked party jam that features Dime, credited as Dimebag Daryl, back then. And always. Weird. Yeah, why would you... What? <laughs> At was the mic, channeling Kill em All era Hetfield on guitar and vocals. It all collapses into backwards masked munchkin speak and un I'm just reading what's in front of me, guys. Yeah, I know why. why. And uncontrollable laughter, proving that even the band weren't taking this one seriously. What kind of nerd wrote this crap? Fucking revolvermag.com. The worst. <clears throat> what's the What's the author's name? Words are hard. <laughs> I don't know. Where do you find that on these? Usually now? at the bottom. Uh, and it gives a description of their life. Oh wait, hold on. Text is something called Jay Bennett. Jay Bennett. I have a friend named Jay Bennett, and if it's him, I'm going to punch him in the mouth. Is that our I English teacher? Pot with Jay is that our English teacher, Miss Bennett? History. I, I smoked pot with Jay Bennett, English. and he was lighting that shit up daily. And I made her cry. Anyway. That sounds about right. Off we go. This is Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack. Hear this now. This is Everture. Album Emerge. The song is For Tomorrow from Finland, courtesy of Inverse Records. 
heavy metal headlines. So I know we're not in the uh, Halloween spirit anymore, but skeletons can be spooky. Especially when it's your dead uncle skeleton. <laughs> Especially when it's your dead uncle skeleton that's turned into a guitar. I'd be freaked out, man. Uh, forget bur- uh, burial, cremation, or being stuffed. Hands down, the best thing that can happen to you after you die is your skeleton turned into a playable guitar. Definitely not. And this is what a Florida metal fan, of course, Florida. Florida, right? Not like the rest of us. Uh, named Prince Midnight. Uh, did when he got a hold of the bones of a relative. Uh, speaking oh. to Metal Sucks, Prince explained how he decided to turn the bones of a metal-loving uncle into a guitar, complete with neck, pickups, volume knobs, and all the other things to make it real life. How is pardon, that even legal? Pardon the pun. Florida. Everything's legal in Florida. Uh, so essentially the short version is that Prince got a hold of the skeleton a couple of decades after his Uncle Philip died in a car crash after, in his like grave robber. After? Grave robber. In his native Greece. Good uh, Lord. The bones were originally donated to a local college school, but eventually found their way to Florida. There's a the lot of beer, like <laughs> bureaucracy <laughs> involved in that one. Beer. Beerocracy. Get it? Yeah, okay, he drank yeah. too much. We can't use these bones. Take them back. Thanks. Uh, rather than just have them kicking around the house, because who the fuck just has a skeleton? Just well, Like, what do you do with them, dude? Do you bury him in the backyard? Oh, he decided like, to honor Philip by using, by using his uh, ribcage, spine, and pelvis for the basis for the guitar. After much much research, research, Jesus, research, I feel like that fucking revolver guy. Words are hard. And more than one W2F from his local guitar shop decks. Who would work on that? Like, uh, I don't know, man. I wouldn't want That's to touch it. Weird. The thing doesn't even look like a guitar. It looks like a guitar with a skeleton on it. Uh, is that like an option now? Like, if you go to like to the morgue, it's like, okay, would you like him buried, cremated, or made into a guitar? <laughs> made into an, an instrument. I want to be a triangle. Uh, anyways, now Uncle Philip can shred for all eternity. Um, that's how he would want it. I'm super proud of the project. And how it serves to honor him and his life and his influence on me. So, yeah. There's photos of it. You can see all the pieces. Again, how is this even legal? Like, who? Like, what? (sighs) 96 comments on that. Fucking people, man. There's 96 comments on this. And, like, 91 of them are, like, mortified. Five of them are like, that's so cool. I mean, look at them. Skull, skull, it's fucking creepy. This is the most metal thing I've ever seen. Imagine being a guitar. This is the most metal. Uh, uh, you people. You are the goat. Uh, cool, but damn, it's morbid. I'm just, I'm just reading comments on it, that's all. I just don't understand the selection for which bones became what. Like. So like, you have to, like, literally stick your hand in, like, the yeah, ribcage. Yeah, uh-huh. like, you're. In order like, to get to said string. Uh-huh. So you're, you're, like, playing his heart? Like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Played your heart out. Man. Your heartstrings. You're playing the heartstrings. Oh. Nice. High five. Nice job. That's dude. You are full of it today, You're man. Full of That's shit. Fucking great. The baseball comment. The and just imagine how it smells. Like he, he had to have it cured. It would have to be. It would have to be. It's so weird, isn't it? Isn't it so crazy that like? What do you suppose the tone on that would be? You can listen to it. It's on his Instagram. No, I don't. No, I don't want to give him credit. Okay. <laughs> I give you no follows. 
Dude, people are fucked up, man. Good job, Uncle Philip. We are a very weird species. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like one thing if you like died in like a plane crash and you had no other no other way to survive other than make your dead uncle into a fucking guitar so you can occupy yourself until you get rescued. Or it's like I don't understand like I it's don't like know. The heavy metal version of a lie. Like taking your cremated uncle's ashes and putting them into like a, a paint color and painting your guitar with them or something. But the actual skeleton and it's like its own exoskeleton of the guitar. Like the, it's not even like a I don't know, man. Y'all need to look at this picture. It's kind of creepy. It's like he's reaching Dude. through his uncle's stomach and playing his heart. I just came up with our next platform, man. Oh, we'll no. make we'll make spoof movies. So we'll do a spoof movie of the movie Alive. It's like, listen, if I die first, man, I want you to make a guitar out of me. And I want you to rock on. With my intestines. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a cool drum set, though. Just like a bunch of bones everywhere. No, wouldn't that be creepy? Like the skull, like right in the front. Yeah, two birds. Yeah. Like motherfucker. Those are like the drumsticks. What's up, no. bitch? <laughs> and then you have like like the the skull can be like a shaker. We lost our brothers, but at least we could still rock on. Mm-hmm. But we digress. <laughs> we we digress. Yeah, I was, I was saving it. All day, baby. All day. Yes, dad jokes. Love dad jokes. Ah, oh, and off we go. This is Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack. I hope you're getting into this today. Last song for the day about some melodic death metal from Ephemerald. Between the Glimpses of Hope is the album. The song is Grand Creation from Finland, courtesy of Inverse Records. Rip it.
I'm rolling. Okay, so we are multi-platforming. Again. 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 This is uh, twice so in one night. Which if you're listening on the podcast, you're getting the audio. If you're, li- if you're uh, listening and watching on YouTube, we're sorry. And we, or Instagram. We haven't actually uh, done this in a while. Snap face. Like with the, uh, with the, with the whole beer review and the, uh, the, uh, the video. So what I, prevent, yeah, what I present to you today is from the brewery, Modest Man Brewery. There you go. Thank you. Modest Man Brewery is actually of, out of uh, Keene, New Hampshire. They got this uh, cute little uh, tap room. Set up like right in downtown district, right down the road from Keene State College. I bet they're a hoot. And also right across the street from uh, Margaritas, which make fabulous tacos. I thought you were going to say Margaritas. I did too. Do me for a loop, pal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the tacos are great. Speaking of baseball, it's a curveball. So we are drinking the Let's Get Free IPA. I know my guys love the IPA. I've actually... Full disclosure, I've actually had this beer before. I've been to the uh, Modest Man Brewery. Um, I've not had the Let's Get Free IPA out of the can yet. <laughs> so, if listen, there could be a slight difference, like from like out of the tap and like out of the can, like yeah. kind of a thing. Um, as the guys were picking up, five point six alcohol by volume, so not dangerous by any means. Yeah. Uh, tasting notes: Citra, Galaxy, Cascade hops. So those must be, must be the type of hops. Yeah. One would assume. Okay, because I know the galaxy is a flavor. Yep. Okay. All right. Light dankness, green pineapple, lemon custard, and laid back bitterness. You said light dankness? That's what it says. I thought it said darkness. No, it's just dankness. Oh, good grief. Okay. I feel I like... Know, not- words, words are so hard Well, no, today. nothing that you put in your mouth should have the word <clears throat> dank anywhere near it. That's a lie. <laughs> Was the mouth noise necessary? Yes. Okay. Would you like to elaborate, or can you show me a picture? Yeah. Have you, you have you never tasted anything dank? Have you never had really dank edibles before? According to the Surgeon no, General warning, so this just tastes like mothers weed? should not drink alcoholic beverages it during pregnancy dank. because the risk of producing Dave. Hey, that's not what it says. That's accurate. <laughs> hey, that's my picture. You know, I was adopted. You're not lost, Mom. Crack him open. Start drinking for Christ's sakes. My God. Hey, I was just... Cheers. It smells like an IPA, so Cheers. that's good. Cheers. It smells Cheers. like a treehouse IPA. I can Not smell the lie. light damp- dankness. Oh, dampness? Yeah, and I'm the idiot. <laughs> Doesn't change. <laughs> you just did it first. It tastes like an IPA. It tastes exactly like it smells. You know what thing. it doesn't taste like? Any of that. <laughs> Maybe to me. Maybe to me. It doesn't no, taste like... No, I like this. I don't know. I like this. It tastes though. exactly like it smells, and it doesn't punch you in the throat. It's it's pretty light for the most part. It doesn't part. have those secret, disgusting hops. Well, it has a laid-back bitterness. It it has a lemon finish. Just well, let it sit. That's the well, that's the citra hops in it, right? And the lemon custard. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that I would make like this really heavy, thick, girthy. When I think of lemon custard, All I don't right. want to drink it. <laughs> th- thick and girthy beer. Mm. Thick and girthy uh, what kind of beer. podcast is this? <laughs> Not for the faint of heart. About half mass. <laughs> yeah. It is a sausage party. So I'd say, Just I'd, I'd give this beer, uh, it's a chub. <laughs> it's a chub? I don't believe that was one of the, uh, the numbers. Oh, 
Yeah, you weren't expecting that. This brewery's never gonna call us. So right. wait a minute, wait a minute. If so if a that. group of guys is a sausage party, it's always uh, semi-gay. Does that mean a bunch of women is a clamberet? Is that how that works? <laughs> no. <laughs> the taco party. <laughs> Either I mean Taco Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Any See? day is Taco Tuesday. Bro. That was yesterday. Uh, Eat the fuck ones. out of some tacos. <laughs> And the food, too. <laughs> I think I get some batteries somewhere. You just died. Anyway, we digress. All right. I will actually uh, allow you boys to uh, to rate first. Because, again, I've already had this. All right. Um, man, I'm... I'm liking it. it because it doesn't it's <clears throat> it's something that anybody who wanted to try an IPA could drink. I mean like, like after you've subtle. had enough beer, yeah, it's it's very like you can tell that it's an IPA, but you can tell it's a carefully crafted for flavor IPA, so I give it a four point five. Very nice. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it a four. I think it's it's not I mean one of those things that like I'm not still not like a huge IPA fan. So it's not like I would drink it all the time, but as an IPA I think it's yeah. a better IPA. Right. So yeah, right in the, right in to like sort both of middle. to like both their points though. Like this is like if you want to take like your first step into like a big boy IPA, yeah. like you can like move into this <laughs> right a big boy IPA. Well, seriously, no, he's not wrong because um, it's not in New England. It's not overly fruity. It's not overly yeah. It's not it's like it um, it does must. have that nice smooth finish like with like the lemony like like uh the lemony notes um. I'm probably with Dave on this one. Like, as far as like my my opinion of this beer, I think I think four four five. Yeah, four five is uh, where I'm at with this one. I like the fact it's like only five or six alcohol by volume. Like, it's not going to get you fucked up. Yeah, like kind of a thing. Like, you can actually enjoy this. And I have nothing but nice things to say about like the actual uh, brewery, Modest Man. Like, like I said, it's a really cool like little tap room, cool little spot. They have a outdoor uh, patio area. Like when the weather's obviously nice enough for mm -hmm. it. Well, what I was going to say is that like the the ABV is pretty typical. For like you know yeah, all kinds of, on, all kinds of like mainstream it's on beers, the lower you know side I mean? too and I feel like because of that they're able to find that flavor that's not offensive to the unknown palate you know like like people who are people who don't expect an IPA flavor would be able to drink this oh, so it's like, not like it's this good, one like, it's 14.4 yeah definitely not I actually wish I could um remember I, I'm so sorry modest man because I'd like to give you a couple more shout outs but there, there was a brown ale and there's a stout there that, I guess we'll have actually, to get more from them yeah I guess we'll have to just oh keep no drinking modest man I'm <laughs> oh, really no. sorry guys we're gonna have to drink some more of your beer it sucks we apologize <laughs> so uh I guess that's the beer review yeah sorry my back's like been to you guys what's up rock on like beer. He has the nicest back, so that's why I put him there. Fucking right, dude. I just wanted to play with my new microphone. Hasta luego. Bye. Well, that's it for us, kid. Kid? Kid? One kid? kid uh, is a like a goat. Kids. Kids. Like, like, a, like a goat. We are Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack, the only multi-platform podcast where you can find... I don't know if you, if you knew this, but the microphone picks up all the sounds. The yelling, I don't know. Local. If like a... <laughs> National. Just because you don't and have a, international. Fit, a fancy microphone like we do. Rock, metal, and beer reviews. The only place you can find all those things on a multi-platformed level. Did I mention we were multi-platformed, by the way? We are the multi-platformed Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack. I Check us could... out on all of our multiple platforms. I wish I could play this in the background. Are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in, kids. We love you. We will catch you 
<laughs> next time. Oh. Bye. <laughs> uh, yeah, bye. <laughs> that is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Sick Back Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at hmoa 6 pack Email hmoa6pack at gmail.com. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.